0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet.
1: Hello and welcome to this, the latest edition of Saturday Draft Live here on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm your host this week, Stephen Wilson, back for my mistake. Extended paternity leave. Uh, thank you to everybody who wished the the good messages towards me during that time, including the boys from the Saturday Draft Live team, my fellow co-host, one of which joins me as always this week. He was once compared to the Luke Littner of
0: podcasting. Is he still that level? Who knows? It's Jack Graham. Jack, how are we? <laughs> I'm doing not bad, but anger, I guess safe to say I fell off a cliff from the from the, the the high potential that, that, that I started with, it's gone very low and I've just plateaued. But you know, I'm 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 doing I'm doing all right, Stephen. I'm still still here in Saturday Draft Five doing my doing my best. we not doing my best in the draft, but I'm, I'm doing my best in the show. I hope.
1: Ah, it could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah, you, know, you could be like me right now, but we'll talk about that <laughs> as the show goes on. Uh, usual here, we'll do our top scorers for the week, and in the kind of second and third position, it's a joint between. Uh, Three people, well, two people on the tag team. We have uh, Senior Money in the Bag, Damian Priest. We have the World Heavyweight Champion, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. That is Seth Rollins. Interesting chat about him, obviously, in the last couple of days. And the AEW Tag Team Champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, all scoring seven uh, this week. Uh, Jack will um, will start with the big story, obviously. there, Seth Rollins, seven points. Successful title defence. Against Jinder Mahal on Raw. Uh every chance though, that could potentially be the last points of Seth Rollins this season with the use of a potential knee injury that puts his
0: WrestleMania program in doubt. Uh, well I mean he'll still get his points on Raw, I guess, when he makes his announcement that he's not gonna get any more points. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, it's, it's a it's a it's a, it's a tough one for Gary. Obviously, he's a, a a big big player in Gary's in Gary's team. When you take a look, he's got the highest points for him, thirty seven overall. Uh, where the captaincy applies, sixth overall for the season. It's potentially could be the last we see of Seth Rollins for just now. Anyway, uh, especially because uh, we need we need to have that eye on next season as well. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about—the big rumor, the main event for night like, one was going to be Rollins versus CM Punk. This throws that out of whack. Given what, given what happened, but I guess you know when the gender is hindered, what, what do you expect?
1: I know, I know. We could throw all this back to um, uh, Tony Khan. Let's blame Tony, Tony Khan, Khan for uh, Seth Rollins' knee injury because if it wasn't for him; they wouldn't have put so much into this. Matt, <laughs> this throwaway main event <laughs> <laughs> for Gender Mahal, but hey ho. But the interesting thing as well. I mean the Rollins punk chats next season. But for this yeah. season, one of the other ones in that uh seven points mark Damian Priest. Uh captain for Ryan douglish who's felt who's floating just outside. I can't get my words out this morning. He's just outside of the um we'll talk about it a bit when we go to the main table he's just outside of the top three uh, of the top five more than, more than anything. Uh Damian Priest, his captain. If Rollins can't defi- can't make WrestleMania that money in the bank is there. And in the last week of the season, what a time it could be for a cash-in and put Ryan right in contention.
0: Hi, obviously. It was Ryan's been kind of fluttering at the top end for most of the season. And then, obviously, he's kind of tailed off a bit. But this news is captain of Damien Priest. Things could be high tide for Ryan here coming to this last week. When you kind of look at the rest of his team, he's got Drew that will be in the rumble. Uh, when is Vengeance Day next weekend as well, or is that after the Rumble? Oh,
1: good question, good question.
0: Uh, I think because has got earlier Dragon off, and big go up against Trick Williams. Behind that's potentially the week after the Rumble. I think
1: it's the it's the fourth of February. Yeah, so it's that's Aye, a, so. that's uh, that filters was is that even in next season? Yeah, that's the first the first week of next season. So Aye. like this season, we're going to start the season with our NXT uh, PLE.
0: But yeah, this should. Ryan must be licking his muddy chops at this. You know, it's it's fucking it's it's coming in. It's coming in large. He's, he, he needs to hope, depending on the seriousness of how bad this knee injury is. I guess if he if he could come back for WrestleMania season, do they just keep the title on Rollins? But you do have the huge safety blanket of a Damian Priest cash in, of which Damian Priest is Ryan's captain. Be it Monday. Be it they somehow extend it to the Royal Rumble. I don't know, but it, it could be a very nice week for for Ryan. Come the, this last week of the season, yeah. We'll talk uh, later on in the show more in
1: depth about the potential uh, Rumble power on, on on some of the respective teams. But yeah, it could be quite fruitful for Ryan. And the other one we mentioned on seven points, uh, the AW Tag Champs, uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, uh, part of the Goat David Campbell's team. Uh, I think it's safe to say, Jack, that uh, when uh, David made the pick I think he was expecting more from, uh, the ta- from a tag team champions on a show but it's that's pretty much been half the points picked up in the one week
0: with that uh, title defensive battle of the belts yeah it instantly makes Starks and Big Bill was the third highest performing uh, pick on his team obviously Adam Pearson Nick Aldis performing just that little bit better but I think in a general conversation all the tag team champions have done shit this season. I, f- like, I think I've, more I've generally, the family, all the tag team, all the tag teams have been shit. <laughs> I've, the family have only got seven points. That's because they've appeared once throughout the full season. Obviously, the only one there's a kind of differential was that me and Ryan split Finn and Damien Priest, and mm. that's kind of getting singles points there. But I mean, you look at. Uh, pretty deadly he's only got three points the claim for yourself has got nine teams that's that's an outlier yeah, they're, they're my captain though so they've probably they've uh, they probably got ten points for the captain Imperium Imperium seven points Street Profits six points FTR, seven points 3 and Waller five points Alpha Academy eight Carter Carrillo seven Three Brothers ten UD only got one the Golden Jets only got one it's DIY 15 so there's, there's probably your best performing yeah. tag team DIY so that's that's pretty mental even, even in such a small season for your best performing tag team to only be 15 points I think that's quite quite dapping of how well tag teams are doing in, in wrestling right now yeah, it's not pretty good. I mean,
1: if you look at that DIY score for uh, Dave, uh, they are uh, sitting thirty-fifth overall in the draft, which uh, we're quite used to. Especially in recent seasons, you'll have like one tag team who will do really well in the past. It's been the acclaimed, but it's not quite been that kind of story this season. I'm gonna ha- I'm, I'm trying to pick a guys who have not been picked uh, in terms of tag teams, and it's I don't think in general there's been many good tag teams out with the kind of undrafted ones as well i mean the one that stands out like a sore thumb i think is um uh, casey uh, katana chan sorry my name is now and Caden carter um, uh, they, they were like 26 points this season they'd probably be the best ones the other one i'd probably say potentially would be the guns on aw as well mm-hmm. uh i think they might have done so well but i think that's been a missed opportunity there's a lot of tag teams i think there was just um uh, throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks and uh, not really much is stuck this season, I think it's fair to say on the tag teams uh, with what we've went with no, It's
0: hope, definitely not, it? not worked out as well as what some would have hoped I think I mean, uh,
1: FTR's another
0: FTR's not really done particularly much
1: either this season, seven points for the FTR, that's not really, that's not good either, that's just no. it's not really something, I don't think we'll, I think we'll look back on this season and think Uh, as we go into the tag team season next season and think, let's pick our tag teams a bit better (laughs) because this has been an absolute mare. But the best uh, scorer of the entire uh, week, uh, he's on Scott's team. He's been a juggernaut in this draft for so many recent seasons. Orange Cassidy, 10 points. uh, Defended his title and battled the belts against Preston Vance. Let's be brutally honest, there was no chance Preston Vance was going to beat him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then a successful uh, tag team victory on Dynamite uh, it looks like they'll be involved potentially some way with the Kingdom uh, and now on on um, AW and the Kingdom obviously have the ROH tag team title belts uh, not really sure what's going on with that one but it's the eternal question Jack that we go on with this draft why does he always end up going for, round 4 or 5 apart from that time David picked the first
0: round why does he go so deep because he is a points machine recently Orange Cassidy is literally the man that drafters forget when it comes to the the, the, the kickoff show every season. I I had him last season before Scott, and I think he was my round six pick and managed to get points. But that's, that's only because of that John Moxley injury, because he did get the international championship off him, and then injured and that's how Orange Casty got it back but yeah Orange Casty cannot be slept on any state now I think if he somehow goes below round three it's ridiculous at any point now I think Orange Cassidy is just that guy
1: mm-hmm. yeah he is he's got to be one it's going to be at least round two I think in, in terms of the season the season has been interesting the overall point scoring because all the ones who are scoring big on the overall season none of them have been picked high but I think that's indicative of the fact that they, um, there's not been any WWE pay-per-views in a way, but yeah. uh, OC, you know, he just seems to be the guy. Tony just loves you. He, he's, a, he's, the, he's like a go-to guy for card he's, he's, he's the one, I think he'd have to call him the most, easily the most consistent, you know, wrestler on AEW TV. Five title defences on TV. Uh, he's won eight matches overall across the season in terms of non-title title wins. Uh, he just seems to like show up occasionally casually backstage, you know, he is the guy and I think if we let him go down as far as we do again, I think that's a, that's a, a bad sign for us as drafters that we're just not keeping an eye on the ball or even just keep thinking, is he going to drop the is he eventually just going to fade away? But no, he's the juggernaut on that particular show um, Looking now at the table overall and the GOAT David Campbell, obviously talks a big game as always, but He's sitting uh, 54 points now with Team Go. Uh, clearly, he was banking heavily on the rumble with his team, but he might still get a decent mid-table finish given who he's got on his team, but uh, not a title-winning defence, unfortunately, for uh, the Goat. There's myself, uh, the wheel of lower mid-card drafting. God, I jinxed myself badly with that bloody name <laughs> on 62 points. Uh, Ross McLeod, uh, uh, 69 points with Imperium Leather. That's an uh, unfortunate... Uh, name for the point score there as well Uh, dark side of the onion ring next for Johnny Adam with 77 points Uh, then it's yourself Jack you've uh, sitting on 83 points now I would do anything to draft but I won't do that Uh, maybe the thing that you wouldn't do could have got you higher up the table uh, this season Uh, 84 points for Chris Lopez the bling generals Uh, then it's Tom Brock with the road back to the Indivisie on 91 points Uh, Gary Cairnhan with Team Viscera on 93 points. Then it's Ryan Douglas uh, with uh, Dancing Naked to Mother on the Dance Floor on 104 points. Uh, I hope he doesn't do that if he wins, because that's very unfortunate as well. Uh, Stacey Smith with Team Bella on 107 points. Uh, Another great season for the rolling of the the dice for Grant McRobbie. He's on 107.5 points in fourth place. West End Country Club with David Hoppe on 109 and a half points. The gap between these kind of chasers has closed in the last week or so. Uh, Lee Macatee he's sitting on 113 points with Subscribe On Demand Progress plus Cheap Plug. He'll be sweating a wee bit on the CM on the Seth Rollins news because it could uh, harm his CM Punk Rumble winning chances. But in the lead with 121 and a half points, drafting ain't easy. Well, he's making it look easy. Scott McLeod, top. Of the table, the draft is looking quite interesting at the moment. There is a plenty of chasers, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Second after the show, we'll talk about the Rumble stuff. But uh listeners' league is looking quite competitive right now. Uh, Jack, there seems to be a lot of guys who could win that, especially with the Rumble. Uh It's definitely the end of this game
0: there. Uh, yeah, absolutely it's, it's It's really, it's really, really tight. The, the listeners' league. When we look to the, the kind of the, the, the top five as we usually do, Lachlan, Hiya, Komarik, Kiss. 123 points. Andy Springwith, I said maybe 125 and a half points. Ross McCloughley, with have lost. Ingob Bernablais, on. I, I know that's a that, well, right, that, was, that, was well, that was well done. That was, uh, thank <laughs> you. 126 <laughs> points. Bertie Wanless, with 60 million down the drain, 127. And Alora May, seven points ahead, 134 only. prims. Now, me and David spoke about this last season. Looking at where a Laura is and 134 points if you take that down to a, a 30 point gap say near enough with a swing of what the rumble could bring that takes you down all the way to Jonathan Napier that's half the table that's in so much contention in this listeners league we spoke about how close it is uh, last week even just in the kind of top end which would usually be just that kind of top five or so if it's in contention but so you'll know, get your thoughts to it here as well on that, this Rumble season, that Rumble match, this could still be so many folks' games here. Oh, god, it's, it's there is
1: plenty to play for I me. Mean, if you look at the people who have, uh, I mean, Bailey's the bookies' favourites for the women's Rumble game, we'll talk about it in a bit, but there's so many in that kind of bracket of people that you talked about who have Bailey and their team. You know, there's Cody Rhodes, so many of them have been there. It's just with, up, with the potential the potential big winners in there, you know, there is so many play for. I mean, Gunter as well. I mean, he's, them, I don't think MD actually picked Gunther, which would be annoying to folk because, but there is so, so many have kind of banked on the rumble. And I think you can kind of see that in kind of the picks with these guys at near the other bottom. They think they're not quite up there every week now, but I think they still feel like they'll have a chance. Especially kind of longevity. Drew McIntyre is another one as well. I think he might not win the rumble, but
0: to have him as a kind of juggernaut pick in there, uh, Nia Jax as well The other one that won't win But could be a juggernaut in the women's match Seven folk picked her that, yeah. that, that, could, that could put in a great performance for some folk as well Yeah, I've kind of just looked down the
1: table here as well The one guy that kind of stands out to me he's, he's a wee bit down the table He's not quite in that 30 points that you mentioned, Jack But uh, Gary Morris uh, Cody Rhodes, Captain Bailey, Drew McIntyre, Nia Jax All his team That's, 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 that's a rumble team That's that, a rumble that, team right there that's a big one. I mean, Cody Rhodes' captain in there. If everything goes to plan, I mean, juggernaut, two juggernaut appearances and two winners in there. That could be a crazy finish to the season. But well, that's why we love the rumble, the rumble season. You know, it's got plenty of potential on it. Uh we mentioned as well before it went near Jack, we were talking briefly about the Listeners League Cup. Uh the current outlook for the semi-finals, halfway through the week of the semi-final, we have uh, Michael Clotte is beating Tam McKay 30 points to nine, and Robert Shaw is currently beating twenty. 20- lower may by 22 points to 14 but what we were outlining as we looked at their teams before the show is between the two of them they have literally like one person who's guaranteed guaranteed to be in the rumble and Santos Escobar so what a scenes that if the league table kind of could go anywhere and then the the listeners league cup's going to end up like 1-0
0: one anticlimactic final final (laughs) of the listeners league cup but it's you play the game, you play it how it is. you play it as, as as golfers say so you play it as allies. That is how that's how the cuts turn out. And it could just be Michael's time to shine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh revenge
1: of the titgate, uh, for them the tracking the names. Uh there. I mean, that could be a an interesting one. There really is. You could be all day thinking what an interesting fucking listeners like um <laughs> names in there. But yeah, plenty to play for on that listeners league table. Uh, before we get into the actual talk about the rumble things, I would like to outline, uh, people kill me for outlining this, but it's your last chance to get your captain changes in before the rumble, and I am taking advantage of that. I'm changing my captain from the acclaimed to Bianca Belair. Got to uh, a go great for it. A great got, to, got to go for it. She's been rubbish for me this season, but need to have the play going in there she's the only one I've really got that's going to do in the rumble so I thought why not I'm not going to do anything I'm putting on 62.7 bottom in the league I just don't want to finish bottom that's my only thing now sad times sad times but obviously the rumble as I mentioned it is next Saturday it's a week today and we've talked about it so much in the show Jack that rumble could throw the full season up There's, you could be going into the rumble pay-per-view 20 points behind and still win it we of course always talk about it he always talks about it himself we mentioned the time back in 2020, the first ever rumble season we did, and David Hockney came from nowhere to win it with his picks on that one. So there is that chance of it. And in the field I've got for drafting, there is still plenty of opportunities in there. And of course, the favourites for the men's rumble are both in the two the top two's teams. We have Scott McLeod with Cody Rhodes, and we have Lee McAteer with CM Punk. Now, obviously, they're going to be the they're the two shouts for the winners in that one, but obviously, the winner doesn't always guarantee. You get good points for the winner, but there is plenty of opportunities as well for the kind of juggernauts picks. Would they be kind of. Could you see any of the two be juggernaut shouts on this one, or do they think they're more just a case of coming in the last 10 5 and get some points?
0: I think CM Punk will probably be your last 10 5. Cody Rhodes could potentially be. A juggernaut pick. I, I really, I don't want Cody to win it. I, just, I don't. I don't think Cody needs to win it for the story that they're going to do. I just, I just don't. I just don't want that to be the case. But saying that, what's the point of having CM Punk win it now if Rollins may not make WrestleMania? It's, it's, I genuinely don't know. It, it, it does throw so much. I, mean, I think... I
1: think that the spread of kind of again, it's the seed of doubt. And I think to have that in a Rumble is great from a fan's point of view because there's nothing worse than going into a Rumble and you know somebody's going to win it. It kind of takes the kind of the spectacle out of it as a fan because you kind of like that idea of surprise. But uh, I think if you kind of then start looking out with it as potential guys in there, I think, I mean, especially, both the Rumbles actually, I think for the first time in years, there's been. Such a spread across the two of them that you're a bit like there is that somebody could come out for nowhere and do this, somebody could come out for that, and as opposed to maybe two or three.
0: I think, see, as well, see, I was just having a quick look across the teams there. I don't think many, folk, many people actually have a lot of competitors in the Rumble in their teams. Mm-hmm. Like, Stacey would have had four potentially, but Charlotte's injured, but she, uh, Aurea won't be an either, so she would have had three. So she'll only have Solo and Jimmy. Scott, it just looks like he's going to have uh, Cody Rhodes, potentially Tegan Knox. Ryan could have Daniel Priest, Drew, Nia Jax. That's quite a few four there. Johnny Adam, Dom Mysterio, and Selena Vega. Actually, Dom, Jonathan's got a lot, but potentially four, but. I mean, you're kind of looking through the rest of the teams. There's not a lot. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of AW picks have been made, just kind of looking through the table, which I don't I don't know. It's yeah, That's I think uh,
1: it's weird. There's there's been a plenty of missed opportunities. I mean, I'm gonna hold my hands up and say, I did that stupid using a wheel to predict my team and it ended up giving me loads of AW picks. I mean, my one that I'm I'm gutted about. For both uh, Raquel Rodriguez, because I thought she'd have been a, a kind of iron woman performer in the Rumble. Obviously, she's got this—I can't mind exactly what it's got—but she's been diagnosed with. But it doesn't sound pretty at all. So, I mean, she might still show up in it. Who knows with wrestling? But uh, that was—that's a bad luck one for that one. But yeah, there's so many. I mean, we, we look at um, Lee McIntyre, who is the kind of who's in second place at the moment. He only has Punk. Dragon Lee has got but Dragon Lee's not well Dragon Lee could be in the rumble technically I don't really know but I doubt Dragon Lee will be in the rumble
0: Uh, Ross has got no one just paper Brett Ross has got paper Paper but the inverse of that is Roman Reigns is his captain this week Mm going obviously going to retain the title and Logan Paul's obviously going to retain the title against Kevin Owens as well so that's Mm -hmm. two that's big points for there anyway so that kind of negates the point loss from the rumble I guess for his picks Mm mm-hmm
1: yeah, he's got that aspect of it. But I think you look at, like, um, Grant and Dave, there's two ones for it. Grant had LA Wright and Dave had Randy Orton. I think at the start of the season, you would have thought they'd be rumble chances. It's more, uh, yeah. more, more Knight than Orton. I think Orton was kind of penciled to be the challenger. But obviously, they're now in the four-way. And I can't, they're not going to be in the rumble if they're in the four-way as well on that one. Uh, Ryan, we mentioned before uh, earlier on the show, I think he has the biggest points potential in this one.
0: Even Nia Jax, Drew McIntyre, is kind of kind as well. I mean, damage, if, ba- if Bailey's the favourite to win it,
1: there's going to be some sort of damage control shenanigan in there to kind of have them all in there. And Kyrie, obviously, is Kyrie saying, and that's Asuka. I think Tom's backing on that Asuka aspect of it because Tom made Asuka his captain uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Asuka says only well, he's, he's got two WWE picks and the other one's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman not going to be in the Rumble. Paul Heyman's in the Rumble, that'd be hilarious. It'd be a waste of the Rumble pick. I
0: think as well, see where Ryan, also the tag teams, Garza and Carrillo, they could be in the match at the same time and get that appearance point. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. With whatever LWO and uh, Santos Escobar stuff going on. I think, obviously you're, saying, and you're rightfully pointed out, there's a lot of teams
1: who maybe have like one, two Rumble chances. Ryan has potentially everybody in his team could be involved in the Rumble because we've had the history, obviously the NXT champion can be in the Rumble as well, I mean Dragunov I think if Dragunov was to be a surprise NXT pick, he could go on in there for a good 20-30 minutes he could be in there for a while, given that's kind of his thing, he's kind of a fucking stamina machine so that's uh Ryan's
0: team on paper for a Rumble season is scary good and scary well put together for a Rumble So as as I right now then when we're just kind of taking that look the potential of what the rumble could be does that make Ryan a potential favourite to win the season
1: I think Ryan's right up there I mean all the elements that we put in in the, in the last day or so as well with the potential maybe Priest catching in as well because if Priest doesn't catch him Priest will be in the rumble that's mm-hmm. fair to say so I would say I mean, initially I was thinking, well, Scott and Lee should be favourites because Scott and Lee have got the two favourites and the first and the second respectively. But as you mainly pointed out, outside those two, there's nothing there really for them. I mean Scott maybe has the creeds as well. The creeds could do something in there, but uh no, I don't know really know together on the creeds on that one. And Tegan Knox, I mean, I love Tegan Knox, but she's not gonna be someone who's in the remote <laughs> all the time. Uh so I think, yeah, definitely, I think Ryan on paper looks like he's got the best team on I mean as you mentioned Madaya Jack she's been well positioned in the last couple of weeks I mean she got that win over Becky mm-hmm. and Becky's the second favourite to win the full thing so she's going to do something in it I mean it's only going to take something she's the prime candidate for that stereotypical how many people will it take to eliminate her spot Aye. as well and I mean if anybody's going to do it so she might come in early and Becky might come in somewhere late at the end or somewhere and eliminate her I mean he's got he would he would hope that's what's going to happen that Jacks will start early and just dominate until like Becky shows up, because you could have a scenario that she Becky might show up early in the Rumble, but Nia Jax could have been in there for a good ten minutes, or 10 10, up 10, ten ten you know people coming in and eliminating so many of them. So that's a yeah, I would I would go with that one. I mean, the two teams I said with the three teams probably going at the start of the season, I said would have the best rumble teams would have been Ryan, maybe Gary and David Campbell, sorry but David Campbell, I think, is banked too heavily on the Rumble and he's kind <clears> of <throat> he's 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 fell too far behind with his ones who have been there every week because he's got Sammy Bailey and potentially Jake Gargle are great Rumble picks. But he's yeah, he's he, he I, I, I don't think we're going to get a 70 point swing, no, <laughs> with Scott having Cody. See if Scott didn't have Cody, I mean, he might, I mean, I think David could come top half, but no, he's getting nowhere near it. So uh, yeah, I don't think there's. I mean, who, I mean you've got a half a rumble team as well. To be fair, you you could probably do uh, have a nice rumble as well. With, although, it, uh, yeah, Jay also should be in the rumble actually because as much with Gunter's on Raw, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, I think sure. that you, you might have a nice night, but yeah, you may be a bit. I like David; I think you're a wee bit far behind.
0: Uh, I, I, my, my only hope is for Balor or Javis to kind of last a good while which I guess there's always potential but I said that last season I had Finn Balor and he went out within about five minutes so <laughs> you, you never you never know but it's uh, that it's no, there'll be mass season when you he, when he, when he look, look elsewhere and I think obviously Dave and Grant they've done very well to get to where they are at the table but Grant has two losses on his team coming up all night with Kevin Owens and Ellie Knight Dave has ran a Randy loss and potentially no one in the Rumble match. Maybe DIY together. Maybe Lyra as I don't know. But on on, on paper, it looks like it may have no one. So I think out with Scott and Lima, I generally think this could be Ryan's season for the taking if if he has a good Rumble night. I think he I think he's got this. I think I think he's prime candidate to
1: do well here, Ryan. I think this could be it's I think he would if he doesn't win this, I think he'd be seriously unlucky. I think it would it'll be interesting to have it discussed next week with whoever's on next week because Aye. we'll then have the permutations of did the, the cash in happen or that type of stuff, etc. And if the I think if the gap is closer this time next week, he's more of a favourite. Definitely more of a favourite. But still, i probably say he's still the favourite now. Uh interesting to see, as listeners, obviously you've heard the scores, what you think of it. Please let us know if you think Ryan is also the favourite or if you think someone else is going to win. But yeah, I, Rumble Night is probably my favourite as a drafter, just to watch the chaos happening with it. Uh, I still remember the, the Rumble from two years ago. Or, um, was it two years ago? Well, the, the one Alan won two years ago. I mean, you weren't that night when David Campbell started walking around shaking hands after Bobby Lashley <laughs> won the oh, WWE title oh. <laughs> pretty much figured it was one and then the the, the, the season was decided on a Baron Corbin elimination <laughs> not could? Well, who could don't I get... know ah, but that we could have that one this season you know this season could be decided on a Kyrie Sane elimination who knows or even Tegan Knox eliminating Chelsea Green <laughs> who bloody knows but that's the the joys of the Rumble night Uh We'll obviously be here next week again to discuss it a bit closer to the Rumble. Obviously, see what's going to happen going into the big show. Obviously, that is the final night of the season. And we'll find out if exactly the Listeners League Cup will be that potential 1 0 final decider, because that would be hilarious. Uh, If you've enjoyed the show, this is your first time listening, please make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can get all of our content here on Eat, Sleep, Soup, Plex, Retweet. We've had plenty out in the last few weeks Uh, in terms of feature shows in the SSR Central as well as Saturday Draft Live every weekend East meets West once a month they reviewed Wrestle Kingdom in the past week so please make sure to listen to that if you enjoy what goes on in New Japan Pro Wrestling, a big week in that company with uh, their main star Kaseichi Akada announcing he'll be going so there's plenty of discussions going to be going on in that in the wrestling world could he show up in the rumble? Well probably not because he said he's leaving on the 31st so that would be as <laughs> the new story, and see if we did show this. Uh, Jack, thanks again for joining me on the show this week. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Right, uh, I have been Stephen Wilson, and we will see you next week. Have a good one.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.